Holy ITV Batman. Welcome everybody to the episode 217 of the Max Rassen Podcast. I am the Captain Daddy Dangerously, oh, along with the best heel in the business, the one and only Butcher. Nope. Uh, how, how, how do? How do, uh, yeah. how do, do, do? How do? Notice yeah. I didn't mention the accolades just for the sake of our other compadre this week. Who's that? <laughs> well, in the words of Brick Tamland, you're not Mike. He is the no, RWT no, kingpin. Listen, yeah, no, no, no. We're, we're not. We're not to. We're not to announce that. We, me, 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 and uh, our compadre, who, who you will announce shortly. We've yeah. come to. A, we've come to an agreement. Only he. He and it, and it's and it's 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 only right that he should have to announce me as the. You you know what. Yeah. Okay. Multiple times, and I do it in like a shake. You know what I mean? A Shane way. He's got to get it right. Well, I'll introduce him and see if he gets it right. Let's see, let's see if he gets it right. He's the RWT kingpin, Emil Blackbane Costello. Yeah, this whole thing, where it gets mentioned by not mentioning it, I see what see what's happening here. Mm-hmm. I understand. <laughs> I understand what you guys are trying to do. But with that being said, allow me to give a proper introduction. Because his name is the promo champion, Mr. Dave the Butcher Gillam. I really like how you get the, you know, there needs to be more heart in the Dave. The butcher thing needs to be stretched out a bit, but I love the Gillum. <laughs> there's a real art form to it. It's like I sit on my couch at 429 in the morning and I'm thinking, how can I properly scream Dave Gillum's name so that my kids don't wake up and my, and my neighbors don't think I'm fucking him? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just lost one of my sights. That's, that's, an, that's an insight, people, into uh, the mind. The mind. Uh, Greg Hamilton, you're fired. Trying to do a world class podcast here. Uh, do you know what? I wonder what my neighbours think I'm doing with Sam fucking Roberts. Yeah. We're Sam fucking Roberts. Fucking Roberts. Oh, and also joining us is the leader of the Switch Babe Army for life. It's Courtney Summers. Hey, how are y'all doing this morning? <laughs> well, we know how the butcher's doing. Yeah. Oh yeah. All roughed up. Damn. My favorite thing about the butcher is he—he he truly is the only man on earth that. The only person he could really lose to is himself. You know, he's 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 gotten to a fight yesterday with himself and lost. <laughs> I'll never lose a wanky, you know. <laughs> Sorry, Courtney. <laughs> oh, um, so Mike Larkin will be returning next week. So we decided to wait another week. Uh, for the King of the Mike tournament. So the first two matches will both be next week, which is Ted B. De Niro versus Daniel Crimmins and Moni Lynn versus Robert Davis. Ooh. 
exciting stuff. Damn. Yeah, it's been a minute since I've I've seen Robert Davis uh, or Money Lynn. Um, knock the dust off of their mics. I I, 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 I still don't. I still don't think the, 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 the fact that Courtney's got to go on. Against Mike, I, 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 I know, I know. You keep saying it was fair, but the more I look at it, the more I look at it and go, Courtney versus Mike, okay, besties, and the more I look at debutant versus debutants, the more I go, you know what? I, I really don't want a Moses Marquez to go out, and I don't want the Walker to go out. You know, I'm looking forward to Courtney tearing Mike and you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I am, but I really don't want the Walker. It, whoever whoever wins out the out of the bowl, both of them is, is going out to Courtney anyway. <laughs> you know, no pressure on Courtney, but Courtney for me is is running away with the old fucking thing. You know, All there's no say, pressure. No All pressure. Is this. All I will say is this. Mike's been saying, like, I don't care, you can come at me, but be careful what you wish for. <clears throat> you might just give it with the verbal blade runner. Go see. See. That's it. Uh, well, that, that one doesn't take place until May 29th. But Mike's already sent me his promo. So I've already had Fuck a preview. Fuck off! Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Wait. Michael Larky. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> you pre-recorded oh, oh. a fucking promo. I thought everybody oh, did. Oh, Michael. Do, does he put shame on, on the word, on, on the term, on the phrase, promo? I'm, 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 I, hey, I, I'm voting for Courtney. Stay away. Let's go. <laughs> 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 you can't record he's doing a phoenix well I mean phoenix would have to record like six months in advance yeah that, that was that, <laughs> that, 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 that was a clause in phoenix's contract you need to give him at least six months notice on a promo <laughs> um, so we barely mentioned WWE last weekend for good reason not very much happened um but I did enjoy SmackDown more than Raw. I gave up on Raw with like an hour to go. Um, but SmackDown offered a little bit more. I don't know what the fuck's going on with this friggin' shake-up. They keep extending it week by week, and now we've got some kind of wild-card rule where everybody can turn up anyway. Hey, see, me, 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 and me and me. We, we, we've, so we've solved this. We've solved it. It's already solved. What are they, call, what are they called again, me? The old... Uh... Child Protective Services. Yeah, I see, yeah, yeah. That's what they are. Phone and Fox. That's it. Yep. Child Protective Services. You know, that's what that is. There, In, there's uh, some, some version of Twitter where, or, um, and uh, Facebook where somebody, you have like a bad experience at uh, like a, like Burger King or, or Walmart or Target or something like that. And then you just go on Twitter and you go like, Hey, at Walmart, went to your store today. It fucking sucked. Blah blah blah. And then they go like, "Oh no, but no, we'll take care of that straight away. We we definitely care about our customers." Blah blah. Here's a Dude, coupon. I'm 
Yeah, I'm gonna be on the Fox Twitter. Like you, for, I don't even follow these guys, but I'm gonna follow them on every account. And every time something doesn't go my way, I'm like, Fox, Fox, please come over here. Vince Man is acting up again. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, it is. Like, I do believe that's the case, though. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. Like, there's a lot of things that are coming down the pike with WWE that have to do with Fox and have to do with that whole deal. Like, Fox wants 3 million viewers, and, you know, basically, you know, the hard cam side where production is this week, even during the show, they had most of that tarped off, and they were only using maybe maybe 40% of the arena capacity. And I've got news for you. When you've got attendance down like that, and people are just disgusted with the product as they are at this point, Three million viewers, I don't know about that, Chief. And it, it's just, like, this week, Raw had me so disgusted. Like, I was saying, I even tweeted out, um, anyone else close to just being done with WWE, or is it just me? And that tweet blew up so bad that I had to delete it because just people were just coming <laughs> at me with, with yeah, we're, we're the same, we're the same, we're the same, like, like dozens of responses and, like, hundreds of likes and dozens of retweets and it just blew up within hours and it just goes to tell you that people are disgusted with the product people don't like what they're doing and this wild card rule is it's the bullshit fucking pathetic it's pathetic you, you might as well just say okay the, the, the brand split didn't work so now we're gonna have you're just gonna be able to cause you, you don't use fucking three quarters of your roster fucking week to week anyway. And let's face it, the only three fucking people that are four now since Lars Sullivan was a bit unimpressed. Um, oh, the only that, four people you're going to have crossing over is like 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 this week's. You know the <laughs> you, you you're now expecting it to be Drew McIntyre, Lars Sullivan, um. Who else would you be expecting to, to fucking cross over? Rollins. Possibly oh. Rollins. Yeah. Right. And Roman. Roman, yeah. Well, Roman's Smackdown, sorry. But it, it's kind of pathetic. Do you know why I actually do believe it's pathetic? Because it's playing into the hands of the next pay-per-view. What's that stupid fucking thing they've renamed it to? One of the pay-per-views has been renamed. Backlash has been renamed, doesn't it? Stomping and Grounds. Exactly. What a fucking stupid fucking name. Yeah, like, I, I got a question. Like, aren't we supposed to be watching a billion-dollar company? Then why does it feel like we're watching, we're getting, like, dollar store names, dollar store gimmicks, and yeah, everything else? Yeah. Like, we're supposed to be yeah. getting, like, the Gucci Louis Vuitton of wrestling from WWE, and we're not. And it's just, it, 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 it's just silly. And the reason why they changed that backlash name is because of the date after the Saudi show. And they didn't want the Saudi show <laughs> by a show called Backlash because they know. I like what, it. I like it. I think like, I like it. So it's like you're doing this to yourself, WWE. And this whole Saudi show, like, don't get me wrong, I don't have a problem with the piece with the people of Saudi Arabia personally 
But as long as they have that royal family in power, despite whatever propaganda they're trying to put out that they're changing and they're modernizing, they're not. They're still throwing gays and lesbians and bisexuals and transgender and whatever. They're throwing yeah. them off. Yeah, but Vince doesn't care about that, does he? He don't care no. about that because his best is... friend's fucking Donald Trump. And guess what? And what was rich this week is like, it, May is Mental Health Awareness Month, okay? And so Stephanie tweets about, you know, mental health being so important. And I'm like, what about the mental health of all the women in Saudi Arabia, huh? Their mental health doesn't count? I'm like, that's rich coming from you, Steph. <laughs> you know, I was thinking, Courtney Summers, you said uh, before that you you sent out this tweet and it was blowing up and, the, and you... You had the wherewithal go back and delete it, and I, I thought to myself, "Why would she delete that tweet?" And then, then I had this thought, which is that there's something in me that believes that someday—you never know—you can never say never. Someday, I may get the opportunity, some kind of way, to work for WWE. And I, I get how the internet works. If you, and if you don't believe me, ask Lars Sullivan. The moment you have an opportunity, the internet will dig up every old tweet that they could find yeah. anything any evidence that you ever you know had any form of complaint against this company and then your opportunity will be taken away so oh, is that is that what you well, look at look at and uh, look at jessica something. well yeah he's kind of onto something because i get sent every time that a creative writing position comes up on wwe's linkedin or or whatever their page is on corporate like I have friends that like they're they're like your ideas are so good like you need to go and apply for this and I keep telling them I say the only the day that I will submit and go work for WWE as a creative writer is when Vince McMahon is gone because I'm not going to work for an old man who's going to have me writing a three hour show you know right as we're going to air like that like that that just to me, that's like toxic. It's not a good environment. I'm toxic. gonna be miserable, and I, and I'm like, no, you know, like they keep begging me. Like I have friends that send me DMs all the time. They're like, look, you creative writing position, you could go save us all. You could. I'm like, I'm one chick, dude. Like I, I can't come in there and just overhaul and change everything, especially with Vince still in charge. So Amir is kind of right. And plus, it was getting depressing as hell just seeing like over and over the same thing of people saying the same thing and the same thing and the same thing. And it's like, after a while, after you get about that 60th response and it's the same thing, you're just over it. You're just like, okay, I'm over it. And it's like, delete it and just, you know, if it gets further engagement off of replies, then great. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Imagine I'm pulling up my, my, the tweet that got me banned. <laughs> oh shit! The see the, you uh, next Tuesday. You know, the, the other thing yes, you mentioned about uh, people, people in Saudi Arabia, how like <clears throat> homosexuals and gays and lesbians and and transgenders are not being uh, treated properly in Saudi Arabia, and it made me have this other thought. Which, by the way, this is how my brain is wired. Everything reminds me of something else. The thing but, is, right? Yeah, you, you just you this... just said something there. Sorry, mate. Um, but Sonya Deville is a lesbian, is she not? Yeah. 
Yep. What's 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 the odds on she doesn't she doesn't travel to Saudi Arabia? Yeah. I don't think women are going at all. He sounds like he's a woman, so there's there's that. There's 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 a shirt right. I want to buy for well, really for myself, and the shirt says, "I'm fat, but I identify as skinny, so I'm trans, <laughs> so I'm trans slender." <laughs> Can you find me one and send it me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like that. I so that's too old. I do like trans slender. I like that. That's cool. We came up with on Throne Zone. Too many bitches, too many bastards, not enough dwarves. I said, see, see, <laughs> I, can't, I can't, I can't believe, I can't believe I just, I just sat <laughs> there and both pictures came out. I'm telling you, that, that, that's got to that's gotta go on a t shirt, that. <laughs> it's, it's very much like WWE, that's too many bitches and too many bastards. The thing is, right. <laughs> Me, me, me and me spoke about this yesterday, right? And it is, it is, it is a case of child, ch- child. What's it called again? What, me, protective, me, services. Yep, protective services. Yeah, child protective services. Right? It, it's a case, and it's Disney money. It's Disney money. You know, Vince McMahon does at, at the minute does not own WWE. Because he's relying on this money to satisfy and Kate, do you know what I mean? While he fucks around with the XFL. So, <laughs> by by all means, you know, they could come in and say, right, we need a complete fucking overall here. Vince, you need to step away, Triple H. We, you're doing a fantastic job with NXT. You know, you cut, you come up, take that seat. At the end of the day, fuck it. They're calling. They will call all the shots. Yeah. Because. Yeah, they will. You know, if, if they can it. sit there and they, they can say, "We want thirty million views," right? And from what I understand at the minute, WWE aren't even pulling around 20. You know, so how the fucking hell can you, can you <laughs> look as to, say you're getting 18. How, how can you sit there and go, we want 30. How, how? Where, where are you going to get, where are you going to get that increase from? Not going to Saudi Arabia. <laughs> I just I mean, what what I don't get is that that what, why is that such? Never mind the fact that it's billionaire billion billion pounds. You know what I mean? You're talking billions of dollars, billions of euros, what whatever fucking currency it is. But <laughs> I I can guarantee that I will not tune in to watch fucking. A thousand fucking white bloody tea cozy wearing fucking you know what I mean? People that have no interest in what's going on in that arena, what whatever it is. And all they're doing is sit sitting there with their backs to the fucking ring, talking on their mobile phones. It, it's ignorant. 
that there is no interest other than how many how many billions can we make through spending a billion it's not fan based it's money based now to me you know what you, you grow up you grow up around something and you grow up with an interest for something you know us in the UK we kill I I wouldn't kill I probably would have when I was a teenager for WWE to come to the UK I damn right well now wouldn't do 20 fucking years for Vince McMahon and his shitty product (laughs) you know but but there's people here that would love for you know WWE to come over here and do pay-per-views and do more events and things like that And that's out of passion. That's not out of, we'll pay you a billion fucking pounds and you're going to come over here. Oh, and while you're at it, can you bring that fucking has-been fucking Hulk Hogan with you? You know? You know, know, it's funny. uh, Usually, like, when WWE put on a big event, all the indie shows kind of follow suit. Notice how no other wrestling company in the world is trying to do a deal with Saudi Arabia. No one's interested, and no one should be interested. It, they're, they're an ignorant, biased country. They're not. They're not up to date with the with the current world. Oh, Financially, they're, they're pioneers. Financially, they're pioneers, but they're so fucking backward thinking and ignorance as a nation. Why do people give them the time of day? Because they're fucking filthy rich and there's a shit ton of oil there. You know, but they can still sit there on their fucking... I'm not going to call them Iron Thrones. (laughs) They can still sit there on their thrones as sexist, malicious, ignorant, you know, volatile, backward thinking. They're, they're, They're everything. That is fucking wrong with this world, in my opinion. You know? And this isn't me being, you know, put people fucking dig at this and go, oh, he's a racist. It's not, I've not said anything that he's racist. You know? But if I, if I said to someone, oh, fucking, what the fuck's Courtney on here for? She's a woman. What the fuck does she know about wrestling? You know? A lot more than what I do. But, you know, it's frowned upon. For fuck's sake, look at last year's events and the year, 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 year before's as well. It's two years on the trot, isn't it? Yeah. We've got eight right. years to go. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Someone dropped I get, I got this question for you guys because the Saudi, at the end of the day, the Saudi prince is. <clears throat> An asshole? He's a. Right. Well, he's that at the beginning of the day. I'm talking more at the end of the day. Uh, at the end of the day, the Saudi prince is a he's a wrestling fan, right? From from childhood into adulthood, and he essentially has the money to go. I want to bring back all the guys that I grew up watching, the guys that were important to me. And so, so yeah. So my question for you guys is this: If you guys had a blank check, um, who who are some of the guys? If you went like, I'm throwing a birthday party. And it's going to be a wrestling party, and I have enough money to have any wrestler that I want there, past or, or can present. I take them to? Can I? Can I? 
can I take him to Arabia? Can I book this? Can I? No, we're not going to go to Arabia though. It just oh. it'll just be wherever. It doesn't oh have, well, after you've this just is not me this over. is not mired in conflict. What I did was I did just fill the fucking jet with women. What? No, no, no. This is not you that know? thing. The, the, oh. What wrestler? I want to know. Name three wrestlers that you would that you would book to be at your party because money would be no issue. I, I got it. Austin, CM Punk, and uh, ooh, the last one's got to be really controversial. Hornswoggle. No, I don't like that. <laughs> uh, You're right. That pick is short-sighted. You no, know, no, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with Jake the Snake Roberts, man. I love Jake. I love Jake Roberts. But Stone Cold's gonna be there. Yeah. <laughs> it could be bad. Oh, bad. I know who my three would be. I know who my three would be. I'd be more worried about CM Punk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, that Austin three sixteen had to be born somewhere. <laughs> Well, about- my three, my three would not be like as big, cause, cause like I'm an alternative girl like that, and at this point I'm saying fuck WWE in their creative direction. So my my three would be Jay White, Killer Cross, and Minoru Suzuki. Bam. Nice. See, no, I I like that. I like that. I was gonna go. I was gonna go down the Killer Cross. <laughs> but I was gonna go there. I what he definitely he definitely was gonna be there. However, I really believe the Killer Cross is too cool for a birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, uh I definitely ain't gonna invite Killer Cross to a birthday party, you know. No, no. I reckon he'd be slightly I think he'd be slightly too much. You know what I mean? I think people would kind of... I think he'd side people out. Nah, he's, bro. He's, he's, he's intense, man. He is, Cole. Come I on, man. I know he, he is. Intense, but he's <laughs> Can you imagine, Courtney, right? Sitting there, right? This is England now. He's been invited to English shores. We're going to sit there and my grandmother is going to make us tea. So she's going to bring the saucer. Killer Cross is sitting there looking at everyone while stirring a spoon in a cup. There's nothing more intimidating than that man's... Do you know what I mean? Not a drop of sweat. The sweat is coming off every fucker else's head. But he's stirring and looking at everyone, turning his head and looking everyone in the eye. I tell you, no one would be able to stick that. They'd all be out. <laughs> call me call me crazy, but Cross, like, like to me, like he seems like he'd be a cool guy to hang out with. Like, I love the man. Yeah. Like, like I, I think it's because I kind of look past the character a lot with him because, like, yeah. me and him have a lot in common. You know, like, so much in common, it's ridiculous that, you know... That I don't see him as intimidating. Like there are sometimes, like where he goes into character, where you know, like I'll be like, "Holy shit, how can this dude go to this dark place?" And it kind of freaks me out a little bit. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I don't know. Like I people love- are like talking about like how like their adult children are crying over Cross, and I'm like, 
I'm like, maybe call me insane, but he hasn't made me cry yet. <laughs> nah, I just he blows me away. So, guys, there's a story that's come down. What we've been hearing about this maybe for a little bit, uh, but uh, the WWE Network is going on with their idea of having uh, tiered services. So, for example, maybe nine ninety nine is like the most basic package, but you'll be able to get more content and more exclusive uh, stuff if you're gonna if you'll pay the higher tier price. And one of those things that you'll get for the higher tier, by which by the way the the price range hasn't been named, but they will begin to feature other wrestling companies shows, their weekly shows on the network. And I've some possible names that are being tossed out are uh, progress uh, wrestling and IWC and who else ICW? are they? Yeah, thank you for that. ICW and uh, and Evolve. Um, what do you guys See, think prob- about that? The problem I've got with that is Progress has got its own on-demand service and ICW has as well. There is no way in a minute. It could probably could work out cheaper for both for both companies to do it through WWE. But my only issue with that then is Vince McMahon is only doing it so he's got the fucking library. Exactly. He, he ain't doing it because he wants to make all companies bigger and give them more. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Exposure. Exposure. Exposure, yeah. He wants access. Listen, 75% of his roster is is basically from the Indies now. They all started from the Indies. You know, he he made the effort to to, to try and buy Impact's library. There was a few years ago when ROH were in financial difficulty and he tried to buy ROH's library. Mm. You know, he's only interested in what what people can, you know what I mean, trace back. He just, he, he, for me... He's only interested, he's like the little kid at the end of the table, like where there's like, there's like a bunch of candy bars mm-hmm. and like the, the wrestling content is the candy bars and like he just wants to have it all to himself exactly do we not that evo- yeah that, that that's my that's it's it's a good question i mean but for me i i just i don't know whether i'd be and, and, and i definitely also- if i want if i want wwa if i want to watch wwa you know Quite frankly, the one thing from the UK, and I bet you yourselves in the US think this as well, right? Is if you want to watch Monday Night Raw and you want to watch SmackDown, shouldn't that be fucking live on the network? Yeah. You know? It, it's, it's slightly bullshit. I mean, all right, you've got a library of all pay-per-views. I love that, and I love that there's... The best thing for me that comes from from that, from the network itself, is access to WCW. And, you know what I mean? And it's only WCW. But 
I think there's still a hell of a lot of stuff that could come. Wouldn't you love to sit there and watch every single fucking Nitro from the day it was born? I fucking would. Thunder, you know? Never mind that fucking WCW fucking burnt out in 2000 and it was dead in 2001, you know? You'd still sit there and relive it. It's the same with Monday Night Raw. Can you imagine just how much, how much money you would make as a company, right? We discussed this yesterday, didn't we, Amir? Statistics, you know, yep. facts. Um, can you imagine just how much you would make if you made every single episode of Raw from when Raw was debuted in, was it 1990? 93, something like that. 93? I want to say 92, but I'm probably wrong. It probably is 93. Um, Where's well, Mike Larkin you, when you need him? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, 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 Mike, Mike's, Mike's jumping now. You can just see him. You know I mean? <laughs> Let me in! Let me in! <laughs> Tag me in. You know? But yeah, can Monday you imagine Night Raw, just the first how many? Episode. The first episode aired yeah. January 11th, 1993. 93? See, can you imagine? You know, me, me is one up on Mike right now. Um, <laughs> can you imagine, right, just how many people would, would sub to the network just to relive every week of Monday Night Raw? You, you, you would sit there and binge it, wouldn't you? I will admit when the network first came out, I did that. Like, I started from episode one, and I went, like, all the way up until about 97. But they then, stopped, like, didn't they? And they, they've uploaded more chunks, but it, it's not anywhere near as complete as it could be. No. And, and, my, the, and, my main concern, and my main concern with them wanting to put ICW Progress and Evolve on the network is, will it be dumbed down and, and yeah. what I call kidified? Because in yeah. Progress, this past week, they had Super Strong Style 16, Jimmy Havoc's last match. Jimmy Havoc was just freaking bleeding all over the place. Like, are you going like to be able to? Oh, yeah. I, I, did, I, I didn't, didn't like, like it either. It. I love Jimmy, don't get me wrong, but he that's needs to not, start taking better care of himself. You know, uh, let's be sure, you know, I think this is a good discussion, this, to be honest. I do, I do, like, I do really want us all to hit on this because this is, I, I, I do, I sound like a fucking broken record sometimes. I'm almost kind of like really negative, but I and I've always moaning about something. The butcher well. sounds negative. What? Exactly. <laughs> you know, but I don't. I don't want to sound like that. It's kind of like I, I look at that fucking image, right? And the guy, the fuck are you gonna do in, 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 if you wake up? In a in a you know in, in a hospital, and you've got this bandage over your eye, and they tell you right you know you took a lot of fucking damage to your eye, you're not gonna fucking be able to see again through one eye. What the fuck's you thinking? You know, I mean I look at that and I I, I don't want to use the term barbaric, right? Because this is what the likes of Abdullah the Butcher fucking. Terry Funk, Sabu, you know, um, all these fucking people that, you know, paved the way for shit like this. You know, 
and and they're they're classed as icons. I, see, I, I struggle with it because I kind of look at it and I think maybe because we've watched wrestling be con- wrestling be controlled for a, a quite a long period of time, where we we're also kind of frustrated with at the same time and saying, "Go on, take a fucking chance, man." Stop wrapping them up in cotton wool. But there's a fine line between taking a few bumps and looking like that. Yeah, and and, and to me, this goes back to this viral social media culture where everyone is encouraged to... Like, I feel like society as a whole, and this is what, what me and Cross both call like the common era of the current day, that that people are encouraged to take it too far to go viral. And I've seen this time and time again with mm-hmm. death matches. I've seen like this, like the same infamous spots pop up and they go viral. They get the engagement, they get the tweets, they get the retweets, the likes, the comments, they get the same on YouTube. And it feeds into this thing of that. When is it enough? Like when, like, when is it enough? Like, when do we stop? Do we stop at, you know, like they did at Tournament of Death that year, the yeah. Jimmy freaking won. They had that freaking barbed wire trampoline. They had, you know, like all this crazy shit. And it's like, at the end of the day, we need to start taking better care of our wrestlers and as promoters. Yeah. Yeah. And as promoters, promoters need to start being held accountable for this because these are the same guys, these hardcore guys are the same guys that are going to be in wheelchairs by the time they're 45, 50 years yeah. old. And it's not right. It's like, no, it's I don't not. care. Like, like I love Jimmy. Don't get me wrong. But he he needs to slow down because he's he's only four years older than me. And he already looks like he's in his 40s. Like, yeah. something is like, like, you know, like you're aging yourself. You're not taking care of your body. You need to, like, honor your body more than that than to disfigure yourself for, for little to know cash because nine times out of ten these death matches these guys are not they may get paid a little bit more than the normal than the normal indie worker but Mm. they're not going to get paid substantially and then when they get fucked up in a match when when a piece of glass or something you know cuts a tendon or or cuts a muscle and they have to go get surgery then guess what's going to happen then they're not going to because the way healthcare is here in america especially you know they're, they're, they're going to stop gonna, treating them. Not, not that. It's going to lead to GoFundMes for these injuries that are needless well, that need not to happen and begin with, to begin yeah. with. And, yeah. and you look at people like Sabu in his older age, and you see like just how out of it he is. You see that he's constantly dependent. Like, like I don't care what anybody says. Sabu is on some kind of narcotic, some kind of yeah. psycho. Yes psychoaffective drug he, he's on something because of the way that he acts and, and the way that he acts online that I read that, right I read up. that apparently right and this came from uh, this came from a wrestler's mouth um, in their time in ECW he was accused of being a heroin addict now I don't... You don't want to accuse people, but I kind of... 
Like, like, like you were just saying then, his behaviour is, is, is fucking... He's weird. He's weird. You his know? behaviour is very erratic. And it just... It, it, it screams of someone that, you know... Like, I hope that he's going to donate his brain for CTE research. Because I seriously think that Sabu, from all those chair shots, those unprotected chair shots back in the 90s and early 2000s, before we knew really what we were doing to these guys with these underprotected chair shots. I legitimately think he's walking around and progressing in CTE. And he's, and this is just my opinion, just based upon, you know, all the, cause like I'm a research nerd. And when I heard about CTE, I went in after, especially after the Benoit thing and especially all of that, like as a kid, because I wanted to know answers because Benoit was a favorite and I just couldn't wrap my head mm-hmm. around it. And I needed, I needed to know those answers. So I just researched to death, punch drunk syndrome, CTE, all of that. And from what I know from my research, his behavior kind of, the erraticness of it kind of adds up to that. And he's probably, you know, consuming psychoactive drugs as well. I wouldn't be surprised if he's if he's in if he's in stages of dementia. I mean, me neither. I mean, I have a grandmother that has dementia and Alzheimer's. Uh And so, you know, like I can see kind of that same behavior, but I don't really want to voice it because, you know, like I feel like if you put it out there, then you know it's kind of the universe kind of takes it and it kind of, you know, it it might just come true. So especially with something so horrible as dementia and Alzheimer's, where you basically lose your mind. It's and... kind, do you know what kind of worries me? Is the people that, you know, obviously created and put ECW on the map, should be them people now, your Tommy Dreamers, your Rob Van Dams. They should be the people now in, in kind of like voicing and being that, kind of voice for the industry to kind of like we did it it fucking hurts you know that there are those that did it that are no longer with us your axel rottens your balls mahonies you know your fucking um the cronus john cronus and one one after the pitbulls the enforcers um you know public enemy all these fucking people took severe bumps just so people could stand in a in a Philadelphia or fucking you know what I mean, an ECW or you know CCW back in the back in the early two thousands where your know, tournament to death. All these fucking people should be standing there now and going, it ain't fucking worth it. This ain't how. This ain't how you want to make your fucking money. You know, there's this. You can only have 10 minutes of fucking fame from this. Yeah, very true. That viral you know, fame is only going to last. Mick Foley, like for instance. Minutes. I despise Mick Foley now. Despise so does Ric Flair. His comment <laughs> last week, right? His comment last week directed at. Obviously, what we've spoke about it, the Arabs, right? I would come out of retirement and wrestle in a Hell in a Cell match. Do you know what I mean? Name your price. Exactly. And, and that, to get that, that bit for me, me, right? That bit for me kind of summed McFoley up for me. 
yeah. for all these Nick years. Me, he did it with He's... me too because, you know, as someone who, who has personally dealt with, you know, with sexual assault and he's such a big advocate for rain and over there in Saudi Arabia women can be you know basically put to death for being raped and you know if they're if they're with if they're not having a male family member to back them up you know like that just screamed of hypocrisy to me it screamed of I will do anything for a dollar and I lost I, like like what you just said, I lost all respect for Mick Foley. Like I used to adore Mick Foley, yeah. and it's just like it's just like you say one thing, but your actions and your yeah. words and, and your and your words now, anyway, they they say a very very different thing. And just me as a woman who has been through that, and someone who you know really appreciated and adored Mick Foley for his work with Rain, you know, um, it's just like. Like it, it was all I could do because I knew, like, because like I know I'm on thin ice with with social media as it is after all that's happened the past few months. Like, if it wasn't for that, like I would have really just you know been like, okay, Mick. So so what about your work with Rain? What about your yeah. work with, you know, what about your work with, you know, rape and sexual assault victims? What about that? What about those women in Saudi Arabia it's, that are yeah, it's, you know what. It, it it's it's I think I think it boils down to a case of that I think Mick Foley would be old enough, wise enough, and we all know he's an intelligent man, but the naivety, right? And and, and look 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 at the look at the the what the oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, he's not setting a good example. You know what I mean? No. I've done this for years. I've made countless. I've done. I've done things in a wrestling ring which were brutal. Lost his fucking ear. Fucking the exploding fucking. You know what I mean? Death match he had. You know with burns set on fire. Right. I've done all this. All this. Nearly lost my life multiple times but I'm willing to do it again for a bit of money nah fucking hell I've watched that guy preach to children and has basically said don't try this at home doesn't exist just don't try it become a lawyer become a doctor a serviceman don't do that and I've heard him say it you know heard him say it he didn't want his daughter to be a wrestler. He didn't want it. She tried it, though. Yeah, he didn't want it. He was all against it. She wanted to live through her father. He didn't want it. Anything but. You know? But you can't can't sit there one minute and, and preach that this is not the way forward, you know? You know, you, you don't do this. And then and in the same fucking aspect, go, yeah, but I do it for this much. Yeah, and it's up to veterans like him, really, in, in the grand scheme of things. And this is where it's really disappointing to me as well. It's up to veterans that are in the business. It's up to them to set the example and to set the standard. Because, 
you, you know, like if you had, you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin, you know, turning down, you know, Saudi Arabia, if you had Undertaker, you know, turning down Saudi Arabia, if you had Mick Foley turning down Saudi Arabia, then it would set an example to the younger generation and they would all, and they would all want to, you know, and they would all want to say no, and they would feel encouraged. Saudi Arabia ain't going to be asked if Mick Foley fucking pops it in the fucking, you know what I mean? They're not going to be bothered. They're not going to be bothered. The majority of the fucking arena won't fucking know who he is. And they don't. <laughs> like, like you looked at that Saudi show. Like, I watched the first one because I was like, okay, like this is before the Jamal Khashoggi thing happened. Um, the first Saudi show I did watch. And just to I see, see, I was I like, was raging all the way fucking through that because the fuck what, is standing up at the seats. Yeah, and I and I'm seeing edging. like I'm seeing these fans that you know like yeah for like the big names they're popping, but for like the 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 newer guys that you know haven't been around since the 90s or 80s that they're just you know like they're disinterested and it just it it's like. It's like you're basically, like you said earlier, like this is the Saudi princes. This is his birthday party. This is his big event that he gets to put on and he gets to like force his people to come because you know that some of them <laughs> people that are in that crowd are not there on their own volition. And, 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 and it's like, you know, and it just felt weird. Like you watch the, um, like I watched this documentary recently on the show that they did in North Korea back in the day and a lot of the parallels that I saw were, were very striking and it's just a matter of you know they didn't go back like we haven't gone back for a wrestling event in North Korea as far as I know but and though w, WCW did did the uh, did one in North Korea didn't they yeah um, that's what I'm talking about the one yeah that, the, wasn't the one that the like, one with was it KG Muto or someone wrestled yeah. in it Fucking yeah. hell. <laughs> a Japanese guy wrestling in fucking North Korea. <laughs> yeah, a lot of the oh, New Japan talent there, too. A lot of, like, the New Japan guys, a lot of the, you know, different wrestlers and stuff. Yeah. And they said, like, one of them was, like, Korean, like, of Korean descent. So, yeah. like, like, all the crowd, of course, you know, with the propaganda they've been fed, they're cheering them and they're booing the Americans and stuff. Sad thing is, it, it, you know what, I've, I've, I've watched that event and it was very fucking good, you know. It, it's one of them wet dream events and it, it, wasn't, it wasn't that bad, if I'm honest. Yeah, it wasn't that bad, but it's just, you know, like the striking, the striking thing of this cult of personality that these dictators, you know, like for me, from a sociological standpoint, just seeing how the people react to different people. Like that was very interesting to me with Saudi Arabia is like, you know, like these people are just, you know, some of them are just reacting just to react because they're scared and they don't want to make the country look bad and they don't want to risk off with their head. Um, and some of them are just disinterested and it's just, it's like, why are we doing this, WWE? At the end of the day, like, why are we doing this? Like, why are we participating in indoctrination and propaganda? Like, like, why are we doing this? It's like, it's it's all about the money. It's a, it's all about the money. Now, now I got a question for you guys. Money talks, bullshit walks, right? Uh, yeah, and I, 
I think bullshit's sitting on the sideline taking a break. It's done a lot of walking over the years, <laughs> and his feet are tired a little bit. Um, but going back a little bit to that to that uh, story that we discussed about the, the network being tiered, the second part to that story, and it's relevant to what we're speaking about now, is that WWE is looking to partner with a big podcasting company uh, like a Podcast One or Westwood One and began to feature a bunch of wrestling podcast on the network. And so I got to, so this question is important because we got the butcher in the house. We've got uh, Dazzy Lee, the captain. We've got the switch babe, Courtney Summers, uh, all bona fide podcasters. Everybody with a, with a strongly worded opinion as pertains to WWE. So I've got to know if WWE reached out to any of you guys individually or for some sort of group show and said, listen, we'll sign you and you'll make, you'll make a bunch of money, but we control the content. There can, you can never criticize WWE or anything that we do, but you'll have a show on our network. What would you guys say? I'll tell I'll I'll tell you straight now. My, 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 I'd say Dazzy, Dazzy, at the end of the day can do what the fuck he wants, but he'd be doing it without me. You, you just become that's another what, Sam fucking Roberts. That's exactly what I'd say. I I, I ain't gonna be. I ain't gonna have my voice silenced because because you're paying me a little bit of money. I can't. A, I a can't have bit. an opinion. Yeah, well, I can't have my opinion on you know what what I believe. You know, no. You're, you're also not, gonna. Not, you're also gonna end up sounding like Michael Everything's fucking you know? fine and dandy. That's yeah, not call, how the world works. Call me, call me crazy and foolish, but I wouldn't do it because I can't sit here and be a corporate shill and like, cause me, like I am a bad liar, so like I can't sit here and you know say I like something when I don't because you'll be able to see it, like especially if it's video, like you'll be able to see it on my face that like I'm just like sitting here. Like, this, is why, this is why I would never survive in a dictatorship because I would be the first one they would be they would have on the guillotine because yeah, I, I, I can't. I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say yeah that ten man tag team match was I, amazing. I love that right. I love that because I, the thing is right is. Amir, Amir has said this, and he's done the, and, and I think he he said it actually on Retro Rewind, when he was when he when 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 they were having a a moment with, do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> having a little chuckle amongst himself. <laughs> but but he gets me and he knows me, and there is no way in a million years that I could bullshit you and I could sign on the dotted line. But I couldn't promise anything. That's like saying the red button's there. If the red button's there, it's nice and bright and it's sparkling and it needs fucking pushing. You can't put a red button in front of me and say to me, you cannot touch this. I cannot reiterate to you just how important it is that you do not touch this. You've said I do not touch it. You can't say do not to me. You can't. That's like me saying to my kids, right, kids, I urge you now, listen to Dad, right? This is Dad being sensible. Yes, yes, Jamie. Now, you'll be a very good girl and you're listening to Dad, aren't you? Yes. Now, do not 
touch the lawnmower. <laughs> I turn my back, I go in the house, and all I hear is... <laughs> I'm, I'm going to do the same thing. Because it's in the it's in it's in our it's in our DNA. You can't make deals with people based on fucking money. You know? We we live in a we live in a world where fucking you know, there's lies told every fucking day. You know? And we tell our kids it's it's naughty to lie. So with me, they're paying me not to tell the truth, you know? What 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 sort of standard would I be setting? Welcome to Daddy and Butcher's Infinity Gems. The end game may have arrived, but we're just getting started. We're trying something a little different. In the past with Hidden Gems and Screen Gems, we've picked one classic movie to talk about. And although we had some great discussions, it was a little hard for us to find time to watch the same film and then record in between doing our other projects like Max Wrestling and Throne Zone. So, a lot of projects. A lot of projects. We're busy. We're not, not as busy, busy as Mike Larkin, but we're busy. <laughs> not as busy as Mike Larkin. Um, so what we're going to do is get together as often as we can and discuss what movies we've been watching on TV during the week. yippee ki yay motherfuckers. I mean, here's the thing, like, if, you know, like, if I had, you know, kids, and I don't, I just have cats which thank god because sometimes like I, I go to the mall and these bad kids like i'm like i'm so glad i don't have kids <laughs> but you know like if i did you know and wwe asked me that you know like that would be a further you know point to prove to a child that you know that sure you know this would assure mom financial stability for a while at least until i got fired <laughs> um you know, but it, at the end of the day, I wouldn't believe what I'm saying, and I wouldn't, you know, feel good about myself at the end of the day. I wouldn't feel good about myself. I you know, couldn't, being I couldn't work. For, I couldn't work for Vince McMahon. I, like, I really I how some people sleep at night that work there. Like I, I, I literally wonder sometimes, like how the fuck Triple H. I could work for Triple H. I could work for Stephanie. I could even possibly work for Shane, but I could not work for Vince McMahon. Me because neither. I just don't. I can appreciate what he's given us, but over the last ten years, I just don't appreciate him. You know what I mean? Well, how can how can you appreciate someone that you know <laughs> is music hits and he and he and he demands a response? You know that's his ego. That, that's not him as a character. If he entered the ring and there was no response, I could guarantee on the mic he would request it. What? No response? I give you all this. And that would him be speaking as Vincent Kennedy McMahon, not as Vincent Kennedy McMahon in character. His ego demands it. 
you know? You can imagine the conversation with him, couldn't you? So, Emir. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you could just see it. And he, and he still, Emir, 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 RWT. <laughs> Kevin Dunn, this is Emir. So, Emir, you want to work for me? I'll give you a contract. Five million dollars over three years. But I need you to lie. What would you say? Well, you know, he's a I know, I know you as a man. <laughs> right? I know you as a man, and I know you as a man that you spoke to me about the morals you stand by and how you teach your kids. I know exactly how you bring up your kids, you know, and you teach them to be honest, don't you? Yes, I do teach my kids to be honest. That's true. There's going to be a thought in this. Now, but... hang on now. Now, wait a minute. <laughs> there's, there's something called the long game, gentlemen. Okay, now, has anybody here heard of an artist that's named Pink? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. I've right. her. Okay. Let's. All right. Take it easy. Let's see where we're going. Let's see where we're going with this. <laughs> when Pink, when Pink first came out, I remember this. I was, I was, you know, late teens or something. When Pink first came out, you couldn't even tell that she was like a white woman. She looked like a light-skinned black woman who was singing some weird like R&B version. It wasn't. It wasn't really her, but her way in was to kind of be presented in this way that the record label was presenting her. And then once she got in and got off of that, you know, like, let's say like a rookie deal or whatever, that first contract, she got to be her. She got to be the pink that we all know today. Who doesn't even do R&B, you know, um, or anything like that. She looks nothing today like how she looked back in the day. So you what I am going to say is this. Describe John Cena's career. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh my God! Holy mother of parallels, Batman. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, Mister Jillum. That I'm. Uh, I don't know if I'm hello? walking with. Hello. <laughs> hello. Hello. Good afternoon to you. Is that Mister Jillum? Yes. It's uh, no. It's Mister Gillum. Oh, how are you today, sir? I'm very, very happy to be speaking to you. Five million dollars over three years. First of all, here's what I'm gonna tell you. I raise my kids to be honest, and and I expect honesty of myself. But that being said, everybody lies every day. Ready for? Here comes the bullshit. Here comes the bullshit. I don't. I I can't. I can't walk away from five million dollars because here's the thing. It's not even just the money. It's the part where for three years everybody everywhere all the time will know your name they'll get to know your content and then after the three years if you didn't like it and it wasn't for you not only will you leave five million dollars richer but now you have a worldwide audience in which you can do what you really want to do be who you really want to be and there'll be some portion of those those listeners that'll stick around for that maybe even enjoy it better some people will drop off i get it but the exposure is worth it i mean there's some people who really weren't that look at look at juice robinson 
who was uh, CJ Parker, right, in WWE. Yeah. Tree yoga. Right. So <laughs> the, you start out as CJ Parker. We we get it. And but then off of that fame, you go to some other company. And then he's allowed to say the word fuck. Yeah. You, yeah. Exactly. You become Juice the Robinson. You get all the success you ever wanted. Blah 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 blah. But but for the first couple of years, yes, you had to kind of like be somebody you really weren't and kind of you get it it's five million dollars mr jillum come on now <laughs> oh, uh, you're telling me <laughs> you're telling me uh i i want to get your guys opinion on this because this is really bothering me and I, I i don't know why but it just doesn't sit well with me but if you've seen it or not there's a clip going around the internet of kane yeah, uh yeah, well, he's yeah, he's he's, he's Glenn Jacobs. He's delivering a, a speech because yeah. he's the mayor, and in the middle of delivering his speech, yeah, Kane's music hits. He literally pulls out a a, a black sack, and and um, takes the Kane mask out with the hair attached, puts on the Kane mask, grabs the the young man that's standing in front of him, walks him over to a table, choke slams him, then takes the mask off and goes, oh, "Okay, where were we? Back to my speech." Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Basically, basically, <laughs> basically telling people that you better come to fucking where? Where's it from? Is it not? What, what's the not place called? Not mm. County. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's basically telling people you better fucking get your asses here, and while you're here, you better be, you better behave. Uh, it's so I gimmicky. I can't wait for the Rock well, for the fucking person... presidency. As a person who who kind of you know used to really be into politics and used to really be into you know like I went to school for political science and journalism, so from a from a purely um, from that standpoint, to me that is very like that is a big no no like that like that is like almost like you're creating a culture of fear like when you do stuff like that like that is. It's almost like, you know, like if you don't listen to Mayor Jacobs, then, oh, my God, he's going to break out Kane. You know, like it, it's yeah. just it, it's a me, Bush it's tactic. Me. Well, the, the other thing, too, because that's, that's how Bush, Bush, um, yeah. Bush is it senior. Which one was the worst, senior or junior? Mm. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I think junior. Uh, by the way, I don't know that he was necessarily junior. I think they had like that. Their middle names are different, but I get it. Yeah, I fucking. Yeah, <laughs> I, I reckon. I reckon people were trying to leave Texas when he got put in charge. You know. Yeah, senior is George Herbert Walker Bush, and then W is just George Walker Bush. Yeah, he's so, a lot like, here in Tim. What I, what I'm trying to say with this Kane thing is this, and and uh, Butcher and I discussed this yesterday. Yes, on the cutting room, it, it's the same concept of like, okay, Kane, you. Or, I'm sorry, Glenn Jacobs. You're a politician. You've made it, bro. You're the mayor of Knox County, and you want to be taken seriously. The way to be taken seriously is not to don the cane mask and choke slam one of your constituents. Uh, what you got to do is you got to just be the mayor. And when we discussed this yesterday, it was in the context of the XFL, where it's like this time mm -hmm. around, if you want the XFL to be considered like a real football league, you can't bring The Rock in oh, to do your exactly. commercials. Like it's got to be separate. We get it. You had yeah. a life as a wrestler. We understand Glenn Jacobs, but now you're the. You've got to separate the brands. 
Yeah, can you can you just be the mayor? Yeah, right it wasn't now. cool when he did it as a wrestler when he switched between the two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, it's imagine if Stone Cold was a mayor and he came in and with a monster truck and just drove I over just... everybody's cars. Again, again, <laughs> yes. you know, I think th- this show's fucking going to be called "Fuck Vince McMahon" because <laughs> I, I do believe that again it would be something Vince McMahon would have said to, to Kane if there's anything we can do. And I do mean anything. We've got Saudi I mean? money. Wink, wink. Yeah, this this is it. You know what I mean? Anything we can do. Linda's great. <laughs> Trust me. She helped Trump. You know what I mean? <laughs> it, it, I do think it, it, it is a bit silly that someone someone leaves the WWE, you know, to, to go and do something like that. So, I mean, you've got to have a passion for it. And you know what I mean? He, he has. Even Rhino went and fucking tried to fucking run, didn't he? You know? Yeah, Matt Morgan's um, a mate now as well, isn't he? Is he really? I'm sure I saw he was. I don't know where. Wow. But I saw Mayor Matt Morgan. You see? Well, but that, you see, that that's the power, that's the power that the, these guys have got, is that they have huge followings as, 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 as people. You know, people. You know, someone, someone like me, someone like Courtney, Amir. You don't, you, you don't listen to someone speak because they're in the WWE. You listen to them speak because they draw you in. You know, Killer Cross. Killer Cross is a fucking living legend. It the the man the man has you at hello. He's he he's just. He's one of the most interesting people. The, the guy doesn't even have to speak. He could have a 20-minute fucking video, and he wouldn't have to... He, he doesn't speak. If he doesn't speak in it, he doesn't speak. And you're still waiting. You go, he's going to speak in a minute. He's going to speak. And, and then he says nothing. You don't go away going, what the fuck was the point in that? Because the guy is, is interesting. Kane, Glenn Jacobs... Very interesting guy. I would say probably what in, in WWE for the length of time he had when he when he was <laughs> when he when he when when he had the ability to speak again, you know, after socket, you know what I mean. <laughs> when he was given the God-given right to speak, and Vince said, "Well, it's been how many years? I think we're allowed we're allowed Glenn to speak." You know, and he was given a God-given right to speak. That guy is mind, same as Killer Cross, same as Jake Roberts. These were people that used psychology. To, to, to you know what I mean? When, when they were cutting promos, and it ain't a surprise to me. While Glenn, why Glenn Jacobs? Because when Glenn Jacobs as Kane cut promos. It was very much like he was he was legitimately telling you how things were gonna go. But again, like we said, it it doesn't need to kind of get the two mixed. You're one person. That person's been and gone. It's gonna be you're gonna be inducted into the Hall of Fame soon. You know? 
You're not going to go walk back into a WWE ring, do you? Chokeslam someone, then take your mask off and go, Hey, everybody, I'm the mayor. (laughs) (laughs) You're not going to do it. Vince McMahon would be like that with his hands in his head. Tell me you just didn't do that. (laughs) It's uh, it's Longwood, Florida, Matt Morgan's mayor of. Is it? Wow. Well, fed dudes. Yeah. A a lot of... A lot of wrestlers are getting into politics lately, and I, like Rhino, Jesse the Body, Rhino, yeah. Jesse Ventura, Kane, now Matt Morgan, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's insane, and it, and it's because you know, like I think the reason why these guys win office is because they are so charismatic. Because for years they've had to sell themselves to an audience and so it kind of from that perspective like it makes sense you know like when you go out and you, you cut a promo you're literally selling yourself and trying to put yourself mm-hmm. over and you learn that art over the years and so you, you know how to speak to people but the thing with Kane and this mask and this choke slam and this dude which was probably a local indie kid if we're being honest it probably wasn't really a stage hand because liability and shit um you know, like to me, it just not only that, it just makes you look cheesy as fuck. It makes you look like you're yeah. trying way too hard to be cool, way too hard to be edgy. Like, dude, Kane, Glenn Jacobs, you are a nerdy, older white man. Get over it. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, no, no, you're right. You're right. Gosh, like, you know like, how some you know how some wrestlers age, but they age well. Glenn Jacobs has aged badly. Yeah, it's because of all the years of abuse and all of those, like, 300-plus days a year on the road, away from Mm -hmm. his family, you know, in planes. You know, he's a bigger bigger guy, and those plane seats are not made for bigger guys. You know, smaller rental cars, you know, like, like that rapidly ages you. And it's like, it's time for you, you've got this secure source of income being the mayor. You've already made a lot of money. You just need to kind of, you know... Go and do your mayor thing and let it go a little bit and, and stop trying to bring it back at every turn, you know? Or at least if he's going to bring something back next time, I want him to, to bring back, you know, his, his Isaac Yankum character. There's something that he could be proud of. I want to see him pull some <laughs> teeth out and see how that goes over. I just think, I just think there's going to be a hell of a lot more. I, I, do you know what? I'm, I'm quite looking forward to the, you know, being from the UK, the next uh, election. Because I do think we're getting back into the, the you know, the de- the days, the age of, you know, when, when say, for instance, Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan was an actor, wasn't he? You know, when, when you know, or, or come out of acting and then he, you know, it, them them faces that the, the United States can identify to and the world, you know what I mean? Rumours that The Rock was going to run. Fucking... He, 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 there's no point in doing a fucking election. The Rock would trounce everyone. Yeah, like if the, the guy like, would only what? need to stand there. He wouldn't say a word. He'd just look at the camera, raise his eyebrow, and just smile. And that's yeah, it. that it's over. That, you read my mind. You read my mind. That's what I was gonna say. Like all he would have to do is stare Done. at the camera, just raise an eyebrow, and the entire fucking nation would would excuse my language, but they, the entire nation would jizz their britches. And it would be yeah. let's let's go yeah. to the polls, and we got to vote for Dwayne the Rock Johnson. It's the same like, with it's the presidential eyebrow. It's the same with yeah. Schwarzenegger. I thought it was disgraceful, 
the fact that they said Schwarzenegger could not run because he was Austrian, right? He spent his whole fucking life living in the United States. He's an American citizen. Do you know what I mean? At the end of the day, what fucking does it matter what nationality you are? If you've got the interests of the country and what you want to do with it, you know, the best interests, not Donald Trump interests, you know, we're going to build a fucking wall and you're going to pay for it. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck me. But but like you can guarantee someone like Dwayne Johnson, right? Like he don't have to do nothing. It's gonna be a squash match. And plus, I mean, I mean, Dwayne can probably run this country if I'm being honest, because he he runs his businesses. He yeah. runs like what is it, Seven Bucks Production or something like that that did the Page movie. Um, yeah. He 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 does. He has businesses. He he runs an empire. He knows how to do it, but he's not like Trump in the sense that Trump no. was a ruthless, vicious, vindictive, malicious character in business, whereas Dwayne The Rock Johnson... Who, 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 who went for- bankrupt twice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like Dwayne has, has been a kind, caring, very giving person. Like, like, I've seen it several times where, you know, like a fan will reach out and say... Hey, you know, or, or like a fan's parent or something will say, you know, like my kid is really sick, but they love you. They love your movies. They they love you. And he will, he will take time out of his day. Like he'll go on Instagram or he'll go on Twitter and he'll send them a video back just saying hi and, and encouraging them. Yeah. Like, when did you ever see Trump doing that before he got into office? You never saw him doing that. So I could see from the, from the human and the business side. I could definitely see him knowing how to emotionally, intelligently run this nation because that's what's missing in our nation right now, you know, getting into that kind of politics side of it. like It's Trump, one of them decisions, though, isn't it, that, you, you know what I mean? You, you've got to be fucking brave. You've got to be brave to do it because one, one wrong decision could fuck The Rock's career up for life. Yeah, and... You know? that when they when you run for president basically everybody goes into every detail of your life everything that's happened like the like the first time you took a shit as a kid they go back that far and they will look for anything to hold against oh, you and they bring these feather suits out wouldn't they they would, <laughs> they, would bring, they would bring anything out you know and that, and that, that curly hair yeah the curly hair yeah I still can't believe fans. He's a positive role model, though. He's a positive <laughs> role model. That's what he was. He, he is. He's a very he, positive role model. Until and... he starts bullying his buddy. <laughs> Kevin Hart. <laughs> Kevin Hart's going to be his, his spokesperson, I'm telling you. He's <laughs> fucking brilliant. His, the whole world. President. Could you imagine, right? No, seriously. Oh, this is a serious note. Could you imagine if, if The Rock did something like that? Could you imagine the numbers that would draw on Twitter? Twitter would explode. Yeah. Yeah, like if. Trending now, if, Kevin Hart. Yeah, let me tell Barry. you something. If, if Kevin Hart was his press secretary, let me just tell you this. 
every White House briefing would be watched like internationally. Like he would be he would be up there being funny, you know, like like being jovial with the press, you know, a lot different than what we have now. How long like, does it take to get American citizenship? It, it it takes a while. It just depends. Like you have to go through the naturalization process. You have to take classes. You have to pass a a test. A lot longer than it does in Britain. I'm just wondering if I could get. Just wondering if I can get it before Rock Rock gets announced. <laughs> like like this reminds me of all that speculation when Oprah was supposedly going to run back when Trump ran. Wow. Uh, they, like, they, 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 there's a few fucking names mentioned that I think are quite very interesting. Michelle Obama's another that I've heard, but I doubt it. I doubt that'll ever happen. Yeah, I doubt I, again, I like I like Michelle Obama. I think she's first. <laughs> you, know you only have to buy a photo bar to get British citizenship. Yeah, you do. Twenty <laughs> p, no problem. Yeah, cut, cut some fucking, cut your finger, cut someone's fingernails. I'll get you fucking citizenship here. <laughs> um, okay, before we move on from WWE, I've just got to mention the funniest, well, cheesiest moment I've seen in WWE in years was on SmackDown with uh, Matt Hardy and R-Truth. And suddenly you see Lars Sullivan behind him and Matt just goes, it's him! And gets into a fighting stance. Do you reckon they're going to tag? And then about five seconds pass. Do you reckon they're going to tag Hardy and Truth <laughs> I don't care. I just want to see that moment over and over. <laughs> he just I stood just... there in a fighting stance for like five seconds before Lars does anything. It's just. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, you know what it looked. It looked like it looked just like the Miz's dad. Like people yes. put it side by side, and you see it, and it's like they're everybody's like now going nuts, like mental, like like we've got to see this dream match now. We got to see. We got to see George Mazan versus Matt Hardy. I'm like. Dear Lord God, no. But the image is funny as hell. Um, it's just, it's just nuts, man. Because you just the surrendering the titles. Yeah. And you, you, the cue the music. Lars is doing basically an Undertaker walk down the ramp. And 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 Jeff's backing off into the corner. And and you can you can, you can imagine the earpiece and Vince is like. Jeff, hold it, hold it. You, you, you're looking too eager to get out the ring. You know, you, you, you're not that bad. And then he's talking to Matt. Prep yourself, Matt. I'm prepping, I'm prepping, I'm prepping. How long is it going to take? You know what I mean? And then they basically like... <laughs> and then QR Truth with the chair. I, I don't get it. It's well, just so, it's some of the worst. Me personally, I, I don't I don't like Lars for oh, for personal it. reasons. Like like let's just, let's just put it this yeah. way. Oh, no. I should I should I should have kept some receipts. Um, <laughs> that that dude is a freaking creep. Like he, like he's hitting on women. Like I've seen I've seen receipts myself from other women. Um, you know. His his rants on online that are resurfacing again, you know, like this is one of those things where I want to call CPS, I want to call Child Protective Services, I want to call Fox, I want to be like, listen up, this dude is a freaking creep. This is a Me Too scandal waiting to happen. You need I to heard, get rid of it. I I have heard this 
off a lot of people about him. And he do, he does look like a fucking he does look like a psycho. I'm not talking yeah. it's not my fault, psycho. Gene Snitsky. This guy he does look like a fucking complete nutbag. Yeah, a few screws are loose, definitely. Definitely for sure. <laughs> definitely. And I'm like, this whole thing with Lars, like, I don't get it. Like, like there's really, like, no charisma with him either. Like, it would be one thing if, like, this guy is super talented, he's amazing, you know, like, like that would be one thing. Like, I could understand from a business standpoint, like, why you would stick with him. Mm. But just because somebody says that they ha- had anxiety doesn't mean that you give them, you know, you give them a whole mile. You know, you give them an inch, they're going to take a mile. I think I think the thing with Lars is, you know, and this is the first time I'm going to speak, talk Vince McMahon up, is Vince knows it's not a career that's going to last or stand the test of time. You know... How many, you know, he's had these big guys in the business, you know, your giant Gonzalez's, you know, your fucking, your Kevin, Kevin Nash's, you know, um, that they can kind of stand there and say nothing but look intimidating. And he's trying to make as much money off that as he can. But you, I gotta reiter- you got to reiterate the fact that he debuted on NXT right he debuted on NXT people know that he's not an indestructible force you know he's not indestructible he has lost okay yes he's he's had some great I think he's had some fucking brilliant matches the the the, um what was that match he had where the, there was there was a few of them at a takeover event? Killian Dane was in it. Um, EC3. It was the ladder match, wasn't it? For the yeah, it was the ladder match for the North American title um, with the Adam and Adam Cole one. Um, I can't remember. I can't remember him in the match. He was. Oh, um, Laz, Laz was yeah there. Oh. Yeah. I think there was wasn't there five or six of them in it. Yeah, it was EC3, Adam Cole, EC3, Killian Dane, uh, Velveteen, and, and Lars Sullivan. Yeah, five, okay. five. Um, and I thought he looked fantastic. But again, I reiterate the fact that I have heard constantly these bad slurs about him. You know, I've not witnessed any of them. I've not seen any of them. But I've heard from a lot of sources there, that, you know. There is a there is a actual thread, a comprehensive thread on Reddit of all of his online postings, all of his things like where he says like he thinks that rape there are gray areas in rape. He thinks that he even said one time that he thinks KFC is for lower class people. Um all of this off the wall. He doesn't just, really look higher class, though, does he? It's like what I'm like looking at you. I'm like I'm like oh, okay, oh. and and you're and you're Mr. High Class, Mr. Yeah. Like you know, like it, it's just to me, he screams. He screams the he screams I, I the vibe. Could, uh, 
I could quite possibly get into a bar fight with Lars Sullivan if he said that fucking KFC is for fucking, you know, low-class people. I'd be like, whoa, let's go, sir. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I love me some KFC gravy. You know what I mean? <laughs> fucking let's go. It's go time. And I'll take every fucking chicken. That's it. Exactly, see? I mean, and on that, and on that P, I would tag Daz in and go. <laughs> You're on your own, Daz. <laughs> You're on your own. Uh, so, moving away from WWE, uh, UK got massive news for All Elite this week, which is that Double or Nothing will be on ITV box office. Now, just to reiterate how big it is, ITV is available in every single household in the UK, unlike Sky Sports, which we have to pay extra for. So, fuck you, Vince. <laughs> so, is, does this mean that the event is going to be free there, or will you guys have to no, pay for it? No, no, the pay-per-views will be paid, but if they do the TV show on ITV as well, it'll be free. Ah, fantastic. The yes, TV show, the, the, I think they've said the pre-show starts at 12 or 11. Yeah. No, 12. 12 11 or 12. That's free. And then it goes over to ITV box office. Um, they'll probably charge the same as what WWE charge, if I'm honest. Um, 11 14 or whatever it is. Yeah, that's what it is. Um, yeah, they'll probably charge that. Yeah. Or you can just fucking stream the fucker. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like I said, not not everybody has Sky Sports in the UK. There's a lot of streaming going on in the UK. Like I'll, I always admit, I stream WWE because I'm not paying for Sky Sports. And you'll always see like there's like fourteen thousand people watching this. Mhm. So with AEW, you don't even need Sky. Like some people have just got Freeview, which is a one-off thirty-pound payment. Bang, you've got digital TV and ITV's free. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's um. And it's like an unbelievable, price. unbelievable. Okay, and you know I like I mean? the price too, because like the price means that like with the conversion rate, I looked it up yesterday, and with the conversion rate to the states, if they're gonna charge us the same that they're charging you guys over there in the UK, it works out to about twenty dollars for the pay per view, which is not it's bad at all. No, it's not. No, it's not. I just, I just, you know what? Fucking hell! I, I think, just think that's an unbelievable, you know. Well, how, how quiet that was. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, you well, can kind of gotta... understand it because um, Mr. Tony Khan's also was he on Fulham? Yes. So he's familiar with the UK audience. Quite yeah, surprised he's... BT didn't go for it though. Yeah. And um, Tony Khan is also a huge wrestling fan. Like, I listened to this interview he did with Chris Van Belay, Um and he is very knowledgeable. Like, he was talking, you know, old-school matches, you know, more modern day. Like, he was... Yeah. He really he really seems like he's got a grasp on the industry as a whole, and that gives mm. me hope for AEW, that AEW is in good hands, and we're not just this, in a situation where... This, this, like, yeah, this is what me and Amir said. That guy is not fucking gone and bought that wrestling promotion you know just to be a you know be, be a fan a fan owner like dixie fucking carter useless cunt 
He's bought it with every intention of making it credible. It's, it's, it's going to be a standout promotion. Everything WWE are doing, that promotion is going to do. But it will take time. It will have its own fucking on on demand. You know what I mean? For you know show. You know they will be looking to co- to collaborate with other promotions, not WWE. But I'm, I'm, I'm damn right sure that they'll you know look at the likes of maybe not New Japan as of yet because there'll be a lot of saltiness. Um, you know. Yeah. Oh, I got rights about that. Ooh. But you know, <laughs> I just, I just think, I just think the, the guy's a businessman. He's a businessman. That that is a that is a product bought with the intention of making it fucking huge, right? And he's intelligent in in the aspect of he's gone to the UK. He's gone to the UK. He's going to put that show. On British TV, it's going to be free TV to watch. Yes, you're going to have to pay for the pay-per-views. But that's in the name you know, of pay-per-view. It's in the name of pay-per-view, <laughs> unless you've got Cody. Version <laughs> version 18.2. The I irony. can sort you out on that. So, yeah. um, Careful. You know, PayPal, pay me by PayPal, send you a postage. You know what I mean? We'll do all that. I'll do it. Anyway. Careful, so, don't get PC blood knocking on your door. No. PC plod knocking on my door. Can't find me. Um, yeah, but I do. I do think that fucking UK. I've always said this, and we've always said this about Impact Wrestling as well. If Impact Wrestling wanted to stand out a bit more, they should have paid attention in the UK. Mm. There yeah, are that pretty- many promotions in the UK that are that ICW. You know. Progress is, is always on on the UK. Progress isn't a British isn't a British promotion. It's a European promotion. It's a world promotion. It's a promotion in itself. It goes all around the world, doesn't it? You know, um, but you know, Red Pro, Defiance, that there's fucking so much activity and so much demand for wrestling. In the UK, UK UK indie stars now are going all around the world. Mark Haskins just signed for fucking, you know what I mean? Um, ROH. There, there is so much demand, and AEW have just hit it right on a nail on the head. You know, Triple H has got to be looking at that and going, "Oh fuck." Yeah, like y'all got the announcement first. Like we here back at home, where where home base is, we still have no idea what the details are for Double or Nothing, the event itself. Like, sure, we have the four day Starcast, you know, shows, but you know, like we haven't heard. And they paid attention to that, and I do applaud them on that. You know, like they they know that UK fans are some of the most passionate wrestling fans on planet Earth. Like, I adore UK crowds like the chanting the the just insane crowd reactions they understand and they know that you know and so yeah. they went with that but 
there is something, there is an aspect to this that with AEW in New Japan that, you know, like you're talking about some saltiness being there. I don't think there's as much saltiness as we think because here's why. Jericho was just given, handed, yes. after not being after not being around since Wrestle Kingdom, um, has just been handed an IWGP heavyweight title shot against Kazuchika Okada at Dominion that supposedly Jay White was in line for because he beat Goto in this Goto feud. And even Okada said backstage he doesn't, he doesn't know if Jericho deserves it. And it kind of reeks of what happened at World Tag League last year when the Bucks didn't work the entire tour and they show up and they're just given a title shot that the rest of this both blocks of teams worked for, you know? Like, mm -hmm. and then Kenny Omega's bio on New Japan's website, which, yes, it was never removed. It's still up there. Um, it says, like, will the one-wing angel take flight in New Japan for wrestling once more or again or something or something to that effect and me I have no problem with AEW personally but my whole thing is is if there's going to be a partnership between AEW and New Japan I have no problem with it but it has to come under one condition that New Japan looks out for its own interests and its own talent first and that mm -hmm. it's not going to be this thing of that the AEW guys get to just show up and they just get handed opportunities while the other talent is busting their ass on tours away from home for a month. You know, like that is my mm -hmm. whole thing. Like, that's why I was like, mm, I got a few gripes on this. Like, you know, like, like, watch out for your own guys, Gato. Because at the end of the day, if, you know, if, if AEW starts rising and New Japan starts falling, which I don't see that happening, if I'm being honest. But if that happens, you know, like they're not going to break a sweat over. That's it. In a nutshell. People, people that want to want to hear us review and rate rate two fucking shows that were shite. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I haven't even watched um, NXT for a couple of weeks since I found out Street Profits were getting a tag team title shot. Nope. I I watched uh um, I watched NXT. Um uh um ooh. I got the pleasure of watching uh Tucker Tucker fucking when Tucker Knight. Yeah. Lock all Roy did up um and pull out a bottle of water and say this is how you get ripped like this. Keep keep hydrated feel like I've seen that somewhere before. Um, I've got to watch Mia Yim and Bianca Belair. Hey, you know what, right? Stop burying fucking Mia Yim. Mia Yim, right, would run rings around Bianca Belair all day long if they stopped focusing on the fact that Bianca Belair can power lift. Yeah. Okay, we, we get it, she's strong, but she can't do fuck all else. And some fucker, please cut that fucking air. No, come on, <laughs> I would love someone to take some shears out of ringside and just go, whoa, have it. No, oh, well, dear. we've got a Hall of Famer with some shears. I'd do it. I'd fucking do it. Here you go. Here you go. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see how popular you are now without your fucking 
ponytail. Why? Why okay, do you want to do that? Because I'm me. Jesus. Jesus Butcher. Like, I actually like that about her. Like, I, I love that long ponytail that she uses as a whip because, like, some, like you'll see it. Like, on the girls. Like, she le- she leaves a fucking welt behind. And it, like, That's it just makes me. her... I don't like it. It makes, it makes her look badass. I mean, like, like it's not... It's something that'll go away in a few days, if you're being honest. And it's it's not like, you know, like, she breaks it out that, that often. No, like, she, she only does sliced. it like she's really provoked. She actually sliced Sheena. This is she what I said. Did I, didn't I say this when she when she first made her debut? I compared her hair to fucking Katana. Or was it Melina? That used to do the, the fucking fatality. Where she'd like cut the fucking heads off or whatever. Or wrap the ponytail around the head. and You know what I mean? It'd be like one of them toys. You know when you put like the, the zip in. And you pull it out and the thing flies up into the air. Mm. You know? Um... I just, oh man, she she just, no, she she bores me. I I don't get it. I hate the skipping coming down to the ring and all. Oh, okay, oh. come on, man. Well, what the dudes doing it in the crowd? <laughs> <laughs> just flapping their arms. It. I hate it. Swinging a fucking club ponytail. No, man, no. I'm I'm, hor- hey, uh, I'm a horrible man. I can rest a bit assured I'm... now. I've read that the NXT tag, tag team titles are vacated. They're not on the Street Profits. Whew! Fucking hate the Street Profits. Mm-hmm. I like I like the Street Profits. They... I hate the Street Profits. But you got to understand why I like them. I know why you like them. Okay, good. I didn't want to have to say it. All right, moving on. No. <laughs> <laughs> They've got to put them. Them belts should be put on the Forgotten Sons or. If if you if you want if you just want to continuously be boring, put them back on the undisputed era. Hell, you know what I would say? Put the goddamn belts on British Strong Style. Goddamn it! Like they only had them for like a freaking minute because mm. it was for UK hometown pop. Like Jesus fucking Christ! Oh, oh! Do you know what, Courtney? You're onto something there. Or put them on um, what they what's what what they called? Uh, <laughs> The, the Imperium. Fucking Martel and Fabian Aitner. Yeah. That's fucking brilliant. Or, then you can, or... you, can, you can just jump from both shows then. NXT UK and the US. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's that's not a long flight. They could just do it. Yeah, yeah. and like the, way, the way that they shoot the shows, too. See. Like they shoot, they shoot like, what, a month at a time? So, you know, that's just one fight, and then, you know, you go back home, and you go and you shoot NXT UK, where they do it for a month, you know, and that way they're getting twice the work, and they're getting double the pay, you know, maybe that's probably part of this, why they took those titles off of British Strong Style so fast, and I'm still pissed off about that, because I'm a hardcore Trent Seven fan, and I'm Trent Seven. I love him. I love him. Pete He's a Dunn dawn. Till I die, me, man. Oh, Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm an empathetic person, but I have an inner sadistic bitch, and she and I love just his joint manipulation and the way that yeah, he just tortures people. It? It, it's just it's just so shitheaded. And I just, just love his so poses. Amazing. I love it's, his poses. Like. Like his I whole, love like, the biting the belt. I think that's fucking brilliant. 
biting the belt, the whole shoulder shrug when he does something bad, I'm and he's like, he's like, he's like, huh? I don't know. <laughs> what? Are, I, I just, I, I remember right day one. I remember day one. I remember that first UK tour for the UK Championship, and I remember them all lined up doing their pose, and he stood there in that long brown coat. And and I remember the interview with William Regal telling him he best bloody behave. <laughs> and Triple H basically told him straight, you know what I mean? This is how you're going to be remembered. And I look at it and I think that the, they they knew they knew from day one what they had with Pete Dunne. 